This podcast includes mentions of sexual assault and physical violence. If you find these topics triggering or disturbing, please proceed with caution or consider clicking off this podcast. Pepper spray, tasers, wickedly sharp keychains, all tools of self-defense that are not entirely uncommon in the average woman's purse, but all largely inaccessible to the average high school student. Tasers and pepper spray are both illegal for those under the age of 16 to purchase or own in the state of California without signed parental permission. And those keychains, even if they are shaped like a cute cat's head, are more than likely to catch the disapproving eye of administrators on campus. So then, what's a student to do? Learn basic self-defense knowledge, of course. This, however, is easier said than done. Due to COVID-19 and a few other factors, the current student body at Palo Alto High School has not experienced any school-sponsored self-defense training. Despite plans to reintroduce the unit into physical education classes for freshmen during second semester, a problem still remains for the seniors, who will now likely be heading off to college with little to no self-defense training. So, what are these students to do? What avenues to self-defense knowledge are available? What value does self-defense even hold? Let's investigate. When we first set out to make this podcast, we did so under the impression that there were not, and perhaps never had been, a self-defense unit taught in the physical education program at Pali. After a brief conversation with Peter Diepenbrock, who's been a PE teacher and sports coach at Pali for over 20 years, those assumptions were quickly dispelled. I definitely think that self-defense classes should be taught at Pali, and in my 25 years here, We've done self-defense classes in physical education maybe 20 of those years. We normally did it with freshmen. You know, the last two years we definitely haven't done it. And then the year before you were freshmen, we had a guy do it and we didn't love the job that he did and we weren't able to find somebody good for your freshman year. So that's basically, I think, what happened. We quickly realized that we were seniors at Pali in a rather unique moment of time, one in which no single student in any grade had participated in a self-defense unit. Did you know that Pali's have a self-defense class in PE? I have never heard of it until three seconds ago. I did not know that. I would love to, for that to happen again. I didn't know there used to be one. So would you say that uh, re-implementing like self-defense classes next semester is like somewhat of like a priority? Or I would say yeah. That you, you yeah, absolutely, to? absolutely. Yeah, yeah. What do you? As a department, no, we we think it's very useful. This was reassuring news to hear, to an extent. The fact of the matter was still that upperclassmen, especially seniors, would be going off into the world or to college with a vital piece of life knowledge missing. This is particularly disturbing to note when taking into consideration the fact that, according to statistics from RAIN, the nation's largest anti-sexual violence organization, women in college are three times more likely to be sexually assaulted, and women between the ages of 18 to 24 who are not in college are four times more likely to be sexually assaulted than the average woman. Jada Parigi and I'm a 12th grader. Um, I'm Willow Schmidt, I'm a senior. Have you ever been in a situation where, you know, it could have been applicable or you would have liked to have training of that sort? I think that as like a young woman, walking, walking home in the dark or something, you often kind of get a little nervous. It would be great to have like a self-defense class. I think that would be really definitely helpful. Definitely would have liked, but I've definitely, I've also don't think I really needed it, but yeah. it would be nice to have that, you know, in the back of my pocket or whatever the expression is. But is self-defense training effective in reducing rates of sexual assault and violence? The answer appears to be yes. 
In a study published in 2020 by Jocelyn A. Hollander and Janine Cunningham, both professors in the sociology department of the University of Oregon, women who took part in a nine-hour community-based empowerment self-defense course experienced significant lower rates of sexual assault in the year following the course than the woman in the study who had not completed the course. My name is Victoria Liao and I am a senior. I used to take martial arts lessons. I, yeah, I used to take judo, so I guess that counts as self-defense. So what did you find valuable like about having self, like, self-defense training? Definitely, I felt like a lot more comfortable, like just knowing that I did have the skill set and like the abilities to protect myself if needed. Um, I haven't done judo or martial arts in a while, but I still have retained like a lot of the um, the skills that I've learned, and so I do feel a lot more comfortable when I'm like outside by myself, just knowing that I can protect myself if I need to, which I know not a lot of people are able to say. It is heartening to hear that self-defense knowledge can in fact be effective. It also emphasizes just how large of an issue it is that seniors don't have the opportunity to receive it from our school. If this potentially life-altering knowledge doesn't come from our school, the other option would be to receive private training at a self-defense studio. But at what cost? Quite a bit, as it turns out. After some research, the average costs for a month of self-defense courses at businesses around the Bay Area hover between $125 and $275 per month. A hefty price, especially for the average high school student. The solution to this conundrum? Well, that much is somewhat uncertain. A student self-defense club doesn't sound like a bad idea, nor does the addition of a possible self-defense unit in living skills, a required course for all of Pali students. Thank you for listening to this podcast. For more great podcasts from KPLY, check out our SoundCloud or Spotify at KPLY Pali Radio. A special thank you to all those interviewed and to Megatracks for providing music. This has been Emma Kim and Olga Muse for KPLY.